step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Keys here. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com shark to get your 30-day free trial and audiobook download. With over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. Whatever the hell those things are. You you got Audible for your record player or something? What are those things? Shark Dropper Studios presents to you... Doppel Avenue Hurt. Case 2. Case 2. The Red Letter. Part 11. Pillow Fight. Here I was, facing the barrel of a gun once again. The person moved through the room like a ninja without a cool mask. Not that it mattered. The shadows covered his face. It would have been cool if he did have a ninja mask. Dying by ninja attack is way more honorable than dying by the hands of some random dude who snuck into your bedroom. The man moved closer. I had to act fast. Had his eyes adjusted? Could he see me clearly? It didn't matter. I had to act. Now. I used one of my best methods of diversion. A method that I used time and time again. It actually never worked, but hey, 15 times a charm, so here I went. Hey, look over there! The mysterious figure turned around. Holy shit. It worked. I grabbed the pillow, threw it at the intruder, and then dove to the floor. Feathers exploded into the air. Damn it! I grabbed another pillow, threw it at the man. He screamed loudly. Ah. Not sure why he screamed. It was a pillow, after all. I threw another pillow. I knocked the gun out of the man's hands. And that was my chance. I grabbed another pillow and swung wildly. Caught the man right in the goddamn face. The man picked up a pillow and swung it at me. I ducked. The pillow hit the dresser and exploded into a cloud of feathers. I swung and hit the man in the gut. This went on for a while. I'd been involved in several pillow fights in my lifetime, but damn it, this was one of the manliest pillow fights I've ever been a part of. knocked me in the face with his pillow. It didn't really hurt because it was a pillow. The man sneezed again, and like a gentleman, he covered his nose. That was my chance. I pounced. 
I was able to pin the man down. Who are you? The man kicked me back. I tumbled to the ground. He jumped up and out the window. I ran over to the window. The man ran through the backyard, jumped over the fence, and then disappeared around the corner. I ran down the stairs, through the hall, and out the front door. I thought, maybe I could cut him off. I ran down Sunrise Boulevard and turned left around the corner. I saw him crossing the street. I continued giving chase. He was fast. I followed him all the way to Mavis, past Overton. I saw him duck through an alley and exit into the parking lot of a Block Mart. Block Mart was a large department store that was open 24-7. I caught my breath as I walked into the department store. Blockmart. Blockmart had a greeter that shouted welcome to Blockmart to everyone who entered the store. It wouldn't have been so bad if the old men didn't always hide behind the vending machines. Scared the shit out of me every time I walked in. Fuck! I checked each aisle as I passed. The store wasn't packed. It made sense. It was late. I checked my watch. 2.20 a.m. Can I help you find something? <laughs> no, I don't think you can help me find what I'm looking for. Why? It's hard to find. Is it a big pink dildo? N no, Jesus, no. Why was that your first guess? Well, we get a lot of lone dudes coming in here at two in the morning looking for big pink dildos. That's interesting. Sadly, we don't carry those. We only carry big blue ones. I don't need a dildo. Well, no one needs a dildo. Sorry, I don't want a dildo. Okay, well, if you want anything, just let me know. You didn't happen to see a man run in here, did you? What did he look like? That's the thing. I didn't really get a good look. He was wearing all black. Okay, okay, what else? I think maybe he had, like, a hat on or something. All right, what do you want with this guy? I just need to find him. He owe you money? No, I just... You didn't see him, did you? No, but I can help you look. That won't be necessary. Nah, come on, man, I can help. I know this building inside and out. No, really, it's, it's okay. Maybe if we corner him together. I, I don't want to drag you into this. Trust me, dude. I've been longing for a day when I could chase down some guy. Let me just get my hands on him. I will finish him. I don't want to kill him. Sure you don't. The stock boy winked at me. No, I'm serious. I just need to find him. I get you. We'll find him, and he'll wish we didn't. <sighs> I'm going to go check out electronics. Good idea. I'll check out men's clothing. And then I'll also search that area, too. You do that. The stock boy tied his shoes, stretched, and then ran towards the clothing section of the store. He was a little gung-ho about the whole thing. I made my way to the electronics, but didn't see the mysterious man anywhere. Hey dude, I think I found your guy! I turned around to see the stock boy chasing the mysterious man through the clothing aisles. Shit! I gave chase. 
I cut across the women's clothing section and over to the underwear and socks. I turned the corner and didn't see him anywhere. Hey, stock boy! Where are you? Right over here. I got him. I saw the stock boy pop up from behind the row of dress shirts. I jogged over to him. Were you able to subdue him? Subdue him? I fucking killed him, man. I told you I'd get that son of a bitch. What? Laying in front of the stock boy was the mysterious man. Blood pulled around him. What the hell? What the hell did you do? I killed him. Like you wanted. No. I said nothing about killing him. I thought it was understood. I did the whole wink and everything. What the hell's wrong with you? Well, who chases a guy and doesn't want to kill him? Where's the fun in that? Are we not human? Listen, Stockboy, I don't think you realize what you just did. You're probably going to jail. And you should go to jail. You're insane. I bent down and lifted the man's hat to uncover his face. The man choked up blood. He's still alive. Take this. The Stockboy lifted a bloody baseball bat. No, don't. God damn. Jesus. Fucking just relax. The man. I knew him. It was James Master, Julian's ex, the psychic. You. Why? Why were you trying to kill me? Kill me. Really? Stop trying to finish my sentences. Sentences. It's so annoying, and it doesn't mean you're a psychic. Okay, I'll stop. This guy is supposed to be psychic? Bet he didn't expect me to be behind the dress shirts with a wooden bat. Gotta admit, I did not see that coming. He's dead. I never killed a psychic person before. Not something to brag about. What the hell happened here? Another Blockmart employee walked over. Hey Joey, I killed this guy because this dude here was chasing him. Which I did not tell you to do. Can we make that clear? I need you to remember that when you're talking to the cops because the cops will be here soon and you will be definitely taken into custody. I was taken into custody once, but I fought my way out. I'm pretty strong. Who are you? Joey. Joey Everknuckle. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave now. Well, if you need any more help, just let me know. No, I won't do that. I'm hoping to never see you again. Bye. The name's Kenneth. Don't care. The cops showed up not long after I left. I was able to get out of there without being spotted. Why was Master in my room ready to kill me? Instead of going back to Julianne's, I went to a nearby coffee shop in order to coffee black, but with two cubes of sugar and some cream. I stayed there until the sun came up. Then I went to the only phone booth in the city and called Jane. We met at Jack's Cafe once again, where I told her about my action-filled night. Are you sure you want to talk to the last two exes? More than ever. I hailed the cab. And by hailed, I mean I called for it to come over. 
I didn't cheer it on or throw large chunks of ice at it. We drove to a small apartment complex off Doppel Avenue. So this guy, Don Allen, he used to be a famous actor. Then he kind of dropped off the map, disappeared, poof. Stopped appearing in film and TV. I think it happened shortly after a split with Julian. It would make sense. We've learned she has quite the control over men. We headed up to the apartment, 412, and I knocked. What about Tony Orlando? Fuck Tony Orlando. No one came to the door. I tried peering in through the window to no avail. God, I can't see anything. Now what? Let's just move on to the last guy. We'll come back if we needed. Okay. We hop back into the cab. So, where to? The zoo. The Brentwood Heights Zoo was despicable. Forbes rated it at number 10 on the top 10 places that make you wish you were a dead list. It was not only a horrible zoo, but it was just a horrible place in general. The last time I went there, they only had four animals. A squirrel, a moose, a blind giraffe, and a dead python. We paid the 40 bucks to enter. A complete ripoff. It turned out that Julianne's last ex was Terry Gardner, a zookeeper. I haven't been here for years. Yeah, same. We walked past a broken fountain. There was a sign that said we were here, and there were four arrows. One pointed north and read Python. The next read Giraffe. Another had a squirrel crossed off and had the word Chimp sprayed on. And the last arrow just had a moose crossed off. Hmm, so they added a new exhibit. Let's just find this Terry Gardner and get out of here. Deal. We walked past the blind giraffe exhibit. The giraffe was trying to eat leaves off a light pole. Poor blind giraffe. We made our way past the new chip exhibit. The park wasn't packed at all, but I suddenly saw the most beautiful dame in the world. She was gorgeous. What's wrong with you? I think Jane saw me staring at the beauty. I didn't, I didn't want to get her jealous, so I turned away. I wanted to let the model walk past. What was a beautiful girl like her doing in a dump like this? Then I realized the girl wasn't moving. She didn't walk by, she stayed put. In fact, she was on the wrong side of the chimp exhibit. She was in the cage. The hell, was she a trainer or something? What are you staring at? I'm sorry, but what is that beautiful creature doing in the cage? Jane followed my gaze. Well, animals are usually in their cages. Watch your tongue. How, how could Jane talk about such a beautiful creature in such a derogatory way? Was she jealous? My monkey heart pounded furiously. And then all the little heart bubbles were floating around me popped. I realized what was happening. This wasn't a beautiful woman. This was a chimpanzee in its cage. My monkey heart has betrayed me. I remember the doctor telling me I wouldn't be able to love in the same way. I would find hairy women more attractive. But he never warned me about this. I was attracted to an ape? What the fuck? Are you feeling okay? 
No. That fucking doctor. But then I started thinking about Charlton Heston kissing that ape in Planet of the Apes. It wasn't so weird, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I shook my head violently, ridding the image of me and the hairy creature, making sweet love down by the fire. Let's, let's go. I glanced back one more time. Couldn't help it. And I thought to myself, if things didn't work out with Jane, I'd be back. Back to win that monkey love. Excuse me. A zookeeper was cleaning out the python cage. Can I help you? Maybe have a few words? Sure, I'll give you a few words. I'll probably string it together in the sentences, you know, so you understand what I'm saying. Thanks, that'll definitely make it easier. Terry Gardner wore a fedora, khakis, and a leather jacket. He looked like Indiana Jones. He even had the whip hanging from his belt. Let me just finish cleaning this cage. I noticed the python was mostly a skeleton. Is that the same dead python from, like, years ago? No, it's a live python. That thing is not alive. Sure it is. He just ate. I noticed a rat running through the empty rib cage. How does this place stay in business? We overcharge people to enter, and we don't have a lot of animals to feed. Yeah, I saw you cross off the moose and the squirrel. What happened? The moose ate the squirrel. Mooses don't eat squirrels. They're not supposed to eat them. But... But what? Never mind. Just finish what you were doing. After another five minutes, Terry finished cleaning the cage. Okay, so what is this about? Julianne Good. <sighs> of course it is. We went to a wooden bench and chatted for Terry for a few good hours. He was the most cooperative of all of Julianne's exes. She constantly moved from man to man. She had a way of picking someone she wanted, and she usually got them. Hell, she left some guy for me, and then years later, left me for some other guy. I talked to her every once in a while. Not gonna lie, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't talk to her. I love hearing her voice. Ever so often, I'll get her into the zoo for free. You don't think she's just using you? Yes, of course she is. But if it allows me to see her again, then fine. I don't get it. She's a wonderful woman. Most people couldn't handle losing her. I'm sure you've done your research. We saw the suicides, the murders, the accidents. Please, every one of them was a suicide. Not one could stand being without her. Once you have her, it's hard to let go. Trust me, I thought about killing myself. But then, I thought I'd rather see her once a year than never again. If you don't mind my asking, who did she leave you for? Some actor, Don something. Don Allen? That's it. That lucky bastard. Why is he lucky? Because she dropped him like every other husband. But then years later, she decides to take him back. Not as a lover, but as a companion. What do you mean? He works for her now. He does? He used to be this famous actor. But then when she left him, he went into a deep depression, shaved his head, Britney Spears style, ate a lot of cake, got fat, and stopped acting. 
I think he almost killed himself, but then he decided to work for her. He just wanted to be around her, like all of us. She said fine, but she forced him to change his name. He rearranged some letters, but get this, he picked a completely new first name. I think it was a mashup of his favorite gas station and his favorite rapper. But for the life of me, I can't remember it. Holy son of a bitch. Sheldrake. Don Allen was Sheldrake Von Wallen. Sheldrake was once married to Julianne. That was it. Enough was enough. Time to confront both Sheldrake and Julianne. I wasn't sure what they were trying to pull over me, but I'd find out. Doppel Avenue Hurt. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Jonathan Moss. With special guest Tim of the Worst Idea of All Time podcast as the overambitious stock boy. Starring voices by Kyle Appleyard as James Keyes. Amy Luray as Edith Dietrich. Jose Caraballo as Paul Went. Jonathan Moss as Arthur Phelps and Sheldrick Von Wallen. Dan Johnson as Vendel. Comedian Lang Parker as Jane. And Julia W.D. Harrison as Julianne Good. Additional voices by John Lazabeth, Brian Messick, Brett Wilkins, Jennifer Loudermilk, Seth York, Hope Enos, Chris Gore, Nicholas Engelhart, Shannon McCarthy, Ricky Laner, Shannon Lee, Chris Davis, and Amber Simpson. If you enjoyed this show, please take 90 seconds and rate us on iTunes. Also, go to www.sharkdropper.com for additional fictional podcasts such as this one. Five seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.